and girls, welcome back and happy new year. It's a new year with the Listen Boys and Girls podcast. And while it is not Wednesday, it's actually the first day of the year and I wanted to share my lessons learned. I wanted to do it on the first day of the year as it is my glance back, but I am looking forward. The difference between looking and glancing might be obvious, but I am just taking a moment to share the things that I gleaned most relevantly for 2021. I narrowed it down to 21 topics, 21 items, 21 lessons, but my look forward is just one. As I said earlier in the week, this is a time of choosing one thing to commit to for me. I can't tell anyone else what to do. I don't encourage anybody else to do what's best for me because that's for me. However, if you find it useful, if you find value in the suggestion, by all means, take it for yourself as well. But my glance back includes lots of things because this year taught me lots of things. Some things were refreshers. Some things were Reminder: Some things were brand new, but all things were purposeful. And for me, my lack of success has been because I have looked at too many things to do at once. And my conversation with my creator was very specific for this year. It is about me and what I do in 2022. And with that being said, my focus has to be on me. Not me in a selfish way, but me in a purposeful way because there is a me that does not yet exist in the earth that has to. And for that reason, I was encouraged to look at committing to one thing and I thought about it and I thought about it and I thought about it. I'm like, what is the thing? What is the thing? There are so many things. What is the thing? And it became clear to me in this last quarter of this last year that the one thing I need to commit to is execution. I'm thankful for Dr. Eric Thomas, who is a friend and has been for years. However, his influence, not just to me, but the world at large, is not new. He is who he's been, but just in much better ways now. And I'm thankful for his witness. And even on today, his message, his sermonic message, was talking about that very thing, execution. So I will start my process with the 120 experience this year. And I am very thankful that execution will be my commitment. So with all that being said, I'm just going to share with you my 21, my top 21. The first thing and the most important, I could just really stop at this. The first thing is just believe God. I, again, don't endeavor to make anyone believe what I believe. I just believe it. And in doing that, there is a 
place in your relationship with your creator that brings you to the point of understanding what is shared with you is for your benefit. And so many times I've asked God things and asked God to show me things and ask God about situations and people and circumstances. And he's done that. He's shown me those things. But because of my desire to be connected to people, places, and things, I have disregarded what God said and believed the person instead. Terrible misstep. (laughs) Because God will not lie to you about who a person is. Although a person will lie to you about who they are. And I will venture to say that it's not always a blatant lie. It's just not true yet. Some people really do want to be who they pretend they are. However, if they aren't that person, then they aren't that person. And unfortunately, we engage ourselves in inter-situations that harm us because people aren't who they say they are. And if you ask God and you really want to know, he'll tell you. You just got to believe him. So number two was don't disappoint yourself delighting others. I have been such a people pleaser for so many reasons, for so many years in different ways, but I have genuinely developed a desire to see other people happy because I too want to be happy. And so I recognize that there are oftentimes experiences where you can lend to another's delight. You can't make anybody else happy, but you can enhance their experience. And I've always been committed to doing that. However, what I have said before, and this is not a new lesson, but it resonated so greatly that I don't want to learn it again. (laughs) People appreciate what they appreciate. They value what they value. And it doesn't matter how much or how valuable what you offer is if they don't appreciate it, then they don't appreciate it. There's a big difference between liking something and appreciating it. And when you know that difference, you can totally feel when something is liked but not valued. Endeavor to be valued, not just liked. My third was let your no be no and your yes be yes. So many times I have not wanted to do something, but went ahead and did it anyway because it was a good thing to do or it was a nice thing to do or it would have benefited someone else and so on and so on and so on. But the bottom line is no is no and yes is yes. And your reasons are your reasons. Don't ever change your no to a yes or your yes to a no for someone else. You deserve to honor you, what your thoughts, what your feelings, what your desires, all of those things, your boundaries, your purpose, your intentions, all of those things, you deserve to honor them for yourself and you deserve for those to be honored. When someone does not honor those things because you do not honor those things, It is not a situation that will bring you 
any fruitfulness. So our goal is to be fruitful. We've we've gone back through the basics. We did pruning. We did wisdom. It's now time to flourish in ways that we never have. And we can't do that with ambiguity. We got to let our no be no and our yes be yes. My fourth thing is to acknowledge growth. So often we move at different paces and sometimes we're not entirely happy with the pace that we're growing at. But if you do not allow yourself to celebrate yourself in areas where you've grown, whether that be one inch of growth or a hundred, growth is growth. And if you acknowledge that, not you know, have have some inflated idea of what you've done, but to acknowledge that you're growing, that you have changed, it makes a huge difference. Don't diminish what you've done, but don't stop doing because you've grown a little. Keep going, keep growing. Next is that you're really not responsible for anyone else. You're not responsible for their thoughts about you. You're not responsible for their actions. You're not responsible for their energy. You're not responsible for anything that has to do with another person. You are only responsible for you and your interaction with that person. Your interaction. What you control. So you have to be mindful of that. You're not responsible for the entire situation. You're responsible for the part you play in it. My next one is don't match negative energy, negative actions with negative actions. Don't tit for tat somebody. That diminishes who you are and it lessens your own impact. Don't do it. Don't don't match it. Just remove it. If it's toxic, then let it go. If it's hurtful or damaging or not allowing you to grow, let it go. Because if you don't, then you're going to see yourself moving in the wrong direction. So don't don't fall into that trap that can be um, complimented by the culture <laughs> of, oh, I'm matching it. I'm going to give you what you... Mm-mm. If what you give me is not honoring who I am and respecting who I am and showing value for the place that I've given you in my life, then we need to part ways. I don't need to match your energy. I just need to remove it. Also, in my top 21, was excusing yourself is a terrible trait. I give myself so many passes on the things I shouldn't. I know how this health journey works. I know how this fitness thing works but when I don't feel like it I excuse myself and that is unacceptable because being better is not about whether you feel like it or not it's a commitment to be better and it's 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 not contingent upon if you feel like doing the work the work is necessary and that is tied to my looking forward commitment you know we hear it all of the time follow through we hear it all of the time and I am great with that in other areas but where it's important it has to be consistent 
anything that we want to do is not going to be accomplished by excusing ourselves when we don't show up. Don't excuse yourself. Don't excuse anyone else either. Yes, forgiveness is key. Yes, we all make mistakes. Yes, we all fall short. But sometimes, and again, I've been guilty, we give ourselves a perpetual pass for bad behavior and that is not okay. It's not okay. If you want to just be mediocre, if you want to be inconsistent, if you want to be less healthy, if you want to be less of who you should be, then go ahead and continue to excuse yourself when you know you shouldn't. And you'll you'll get there. <laughs> Trust me. But I'm not interested in that. And I've recognized that you can't do that. You can't you just can't do it. Not if you want to see the fruit of your labor manifest in ways that make sense. You got to be accountable. Also, in my top 21 is perception is not reality. You cannot believe everything that you think. Because sometimes we are influenced by our environment. Sometimes we're influenced by our emotion. Sometimes we're influenced by our external voices. People in our ear about this or that. Sometimes we're we're impacted by our experiences, both negative and positive. We don't always view things correctly. And too often we go full forward, full force ahead with the wrong information, with the wrong perception. And because we made that perception a reality, we move in that and it is not healthy and it's not productive. So yeah, people say perception is reality, but it's really not. Reality is reality. And Number nine on my top 21 is don't overestimate your place in another person's life. Everybody's not the same. Everybody doesn't hold fast to what you hold fast to. Everybody doesn't qualify or quantify relationships the same way. Everybody doesn't have the same definition of friendship. Everybody (laughs) doesn't have the same definition of loyalty. Everybody doesn't have the same definition of commitment and so often we believe that others are aligned with our thinking aligned with our doing aligned with us in ways that they're not and so you have to be quite clear on how a person thinks and feels about you and if you just watch you will be quite clear and don't make excuses for people what they show you is what's there That's it. (laughs) That's all. As it relates to the rest of the top 21, number 10 is what is for you is for you. And we've heard it a million times. We've said it a million times. We've repeated it, written it. You know, it's even been a song. What God has for me, it is for me. I used to love that song. I sound horrible today, but... Anyway, um, it's true. What God has for you is for you. It doesn't matter what another person wants for you. It doesn't matter what another person doesn't want for you. What God wants for you is going to be yours. Now, the only person that can stop that is you. I've stopped so many things (laughs) from manifesting the way that they could have when I wasn't ready when I was in my own way. And so 
those things are still for me, but I still have things I need to do. There are contingencies and I am going to get what is for me because I am going to align with my path. That's the only way you get what's for you, being where you are supposed to be, when you're supposed to be there to get what you're supposed to have. So when the saying better late than never <laughs> comes to mind, I will I will take that on this one because if it's for me, whether I get it early or late, it's for me. Moving forward through the list, I have learned in this last year to just be open. There's so many experiences that we've yet to embrace because of different things. Our ignorance, our negativity, our fear, our lack of faith, whatever. There's so many things that we've been closed off to because of whatever. But we miss out when we are closed. We miss out when we only want to think one way. We miss out when we reject things that are unfamiliar. We miss out. And again, I am prayerful about the things that I'm open to, but at the same time, I am conscious of the fact that I've been closed to so many things because of God, so many reasons, as I've just mentioned. But a lot of times fear has been involved in staying closed because you can protect what you already know. When you when you don't open yourself to new experiences, new ideas, new pathways, you try to control the steps forward because you know what you've done, you know what you've been, you know those things that are familiar. And by staying closed, you protect that and thinking that you protect yourself. But by being closed, you really don't protect yourself. You harm yourself because being open gives us so much more experience. It gives us so much more enjoyment. It gives us so much more life in the living. So I just encourage you to be open. My number 12 in the 21 is let go. Even if it's good, let it go. And I say that because anybody who actually knows me knows that I like to shop. I have a lot of clothes. I have a lot of shoes. I have a lot of purses. I have a lot of stuff. And so I've purged many times. I've given lots of things away. But in this last iteration of... uh, (laughs) of of purging, I had to come to a different realization. I have often held on to things that were good because they were good. Not because they were for me or useful or beneficial, but because they were good. Now, going through, I have six contractor bags of things that I have gathered already to be donated. And this time is full of all kinds of great and wonderful things that are still good, that I still want, but aren't for me. I have things that I haven't worn in years. I have things that I cannot wear. You know, I, um, again, for those that know me, <laughs> really, really know me, for years have known me. Y'all know your girl used to like to rock a, rock a six-inch heel, a five-inch, no, no problems, uh, these days it's problems. <laughs> this back injury and this sciatic nerve is like, girl, if you don't get them shoes away, <laughs> but 
I like to look at them. They're so pretty. You know, I I've, I had some very, very nice heels. Some very, And I, I used to love, 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 love a nice heel, as one of my friends used to say. Some good understanding. <laughs> I, I would, oh my goodness. And yeah, I mean, I was taller. You know, this... Not to be off subject, but but this this growing older, the shrinking business, not interested in it. I used to be 5'11". I am currently 5'9 and a half. How in the world? But anyway, I digress. But even at 5'11", I would wear a six-inch heel. Yeah, process that. And I loved it. But there was a little, um, <laughs> some, some vanity in there. And that, that might be why I'm not able to do it anymore. Might be a humbling thing for me. I, I, I process that too. <laughs> but oh yeah, when I would put those heels on, baby, and walk it out, couldn't tell me anything at any, any size. And I was much, much larger at one point. And pff, my plus size modeling days, they, mm, anyway, I, Focus, focus, focus. At, at any rate, I, I I broke down in this season and said, you know what? They're good to look at, but somebody else can enjoy them fully. Why have why take up the space for you to just look at something that reminds you of a time that's past? Close that door. Open your space, heart, mind, experience for new things. It may not be <sighs> those things that were. I'm unable to do the, the high, high heels anymore. But even still, the point is to let it go. Even if it's good, even if it's still something you desire, if it's not for you, let it go. It's going to bless you more to let go than it is to hang on vulnerability is a superpower. I definitely learned that. Um, I've always been kind of an open book. I'm, I'm not the kind of person that shies away from telling anything. Um, I, having been a women's ministry leader, having been a youth minister, and that was most impactful, being a youth minister, vulnerability is so important because young people especially don't want to hear what you heard. They don't want to hear no quotes. They want to know your experience. They want to know that you get it. They want to know that you've been where they've been. They want to know that you're not blowing smoke. They want to know that you're not just talking. So that's a lesson that I learned a very long time ago, that vulnerability takes you places that other things never could. But I saw it so much more this last year especially with having been in a, of course, a, a series of, of shutdowns with the pandemic. And we're still in it, obviously, but coming off of 2020, well, 2019 into 2020, and then 2021, people had been so torn down with all that we had experienced, being able to just be vulnerable and connect with the person and say, you know what? I am not okay. And many people were not okay. Many people still aren't okay. But there was there was a time prior to this one, prior to 2021, prior to 2020, prior to this experience that we collectively went through, where people wouldn't tell you if they weren't good. They'd be like, oh yeah, I'm good. I'm all right. I'm, I'm okay. I'm fine. But because of 
all that we had gone through, people were able to say without fear, I'm not good. I'm not okay. And I think that was such a powerful reminder that giving people that space to connect in real, real ways makes a difference. So that's, these are my lessons that of course I've absorbed and that I've walked away with in my toolkit and in a different way. But I certainly wanted to share that because it makes a difference. And as we move it forward, we need to keep that, keep that same energy for sure. (sighs) Of course, we know this and have always known this, but my number 14 is that no one lives forever. I've had some significant losses. And even this week, friends of mine are going through a very difficult time with the loss that I can only say was unexpected and certainly most devastating. But when I say that no one lives forever, I say that to understand and to really put in perspective how precious life is. I can only speak for myself, but I have taken life for granted in so many different ways. And and that is not something that I ever want to do. I am reminded constantly through the work that I do that life is short and it does end. But at the same time, it is important to remember personally, very relevantly, that any one of us at any day of any week could take our last breath and be gone. So we have to live intentionally, purposely, And I am so thankful for my conversations with Lamp because he, by the Holy Spirit, gave me my inspiration for our theme this year. Moving with love and purpose. That was so powerful from our um, lessons learned episode, which was last earlier this week. And just... I mean, there's been so many things that have come to light as a result of experiences through the year. And that that was one thing that lines up with the no one lives forever. We have to live with love and purpose while we're here, because when it's over, it is over. And I don't want it to be over without leaving the impact that I'm supposed to. I definitely want to to make sure that what I am here to do gets done. And I would encourage that for you as well. My next thought of my top 21 is a message I received a couple of weeks ago that I held on to immediately. And that was break the jar. I'm going to talk more about that in a future episode this week, later this week. But break the jar is a lesson that I learned in the tail end of 2021. But baby, I got it. I got it. And it was so powerful to me. And again, I'll explain it more and go into it with more relevant detail. But break the jar. Yeah, that's the lesson. Break the jar. Number 16 for me was laugh more. There is nothing more restorative for me than laughter. Being with people 
who are able to be together, vulnerable, open, sharing, laughing, enjoying. It's nothing nothing better than that for me. And so in the times where it was most challenging, I learned to laugh more. And that will always be, always be a go-to for me. So I wanted to share that with you as well, because if you haven't laughed enough, this is the time to embrace that perspective, to laugh more because it changes everything. Another thing that I embrace more fully this year, this past year, is that seniors are such a source of life. I've always loved the elders. Um, I, obviously, I'm in this work for, oh, <laughs> almost 15 years now, but I see so much through the eyes of the elders, and I am so thankful for the opportunities to share with them, to hear from them, to listen to them, to see them, to honor them, to give them space to share who they are and who they've been and who they who they want to be still. You know, there are many, many elders who are still uh, living out dreams, still doing things that, that they've always wanted to do, still looking at how God can bless them and move them through their life and experience in different ways. And so that is inspiring to me and that's a life lesson be inspired by the by the elders know that they are a source of life it's it's so enriching to just spend time with an elder and let them share with you pour into you give you what you couldn't otherwise receive without having connected with them it's 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 really life-changing and in 2021 coming off of so many restrictions and having a little more latitude to be in person with the elders just just being able to hear from them and and um, honor them outside of this this space that had been so negatively impacting and the social isolation that was so devastating for many of them to just have the renewing of their spirits to just share who they are with another person and so with that, I would just encourage anybody to spend some time with an elder if you can and just see how much they have to offer. And that goes right into my next lesson, <laughs> which is number 18. Love your work or don't do it. You know, I, I know that people need jobs. I know that income is important. But I also know that passion is important. And if you don't love what you do, you are doing a disservice to be in the space to provide that work. And I am oftentimes um, in spaces to hear conversations of, of those who are not happy with their work. You know, I have been in customer service for decades. Um, I've always managed people and places and that's always been something that I've enjoyed doing um, customer service has always been very important to me because it's it's about the experience it's about how you're treated and that encourages or discourages future engagement so with that you know I look at the lack of 
um, passion. And, and it's it's multi-layered, of course, I understand. And again, we've been in a pandemic and people are just exhausted. But, you know, from the gas station attendant to the fast food worker to the postal carrier to the nurse to the doctor to the marketing representative to everyone in any vocation doing anything if you don't love it consider doing something else because when you don't love it when you do work of any kind especially the service industry in places where people need you to show up and be for them what they need you to be in that space if you come with so much negativity and so much um, disdain for the work, then it it really negatively impacts everybody's experience and nobody deserves that. And yeah, again, I get it. Everybody needs a job. But if you are not able to love what you do, look for something else that makes you happier so that you can offer your whole self in that space and benefit everybody. Number 19 for me is choose yourself. Choose yourself. You know, there are so many men and women alike who want relationship, companionship, um, camaraderie, all of these things. But at what cost? If you are if you are bending yourself in two or three or five or ten pieces just to be connected to someone who is not doing the same. Don't do that. <laughs> just don't do that. Because you will not only regret it, but you will resent it. And you will be upset, not just with that person or those people or that situation or that circumstance, but you'll be upset with yourself. And you are the only person who's with you all of the time. That's a relationship you need to keep intact. So choose yourself. Choose yourself. Choose yourself. Every time you are forced to make a choice, choose yourself. And even when you're not forced, go into a situation choosing yourself so that the situation doesn't change to one where there's an ultimatum. Choose people that choose you and you choosing yourself will never be a problem. Number 20 is connection is key. I am so thankful for all of the beautiful connections that I've made over the years. There are bonds that are unbreakable and for that I am thankful. I am grateful. I am also very thankful for those connections that did not um, manifest in in unbreakable bonds because everything teaches. If we allow it to, everything teaches. And so because connection is key, disconnection teaches as well. And so I'm thankful for the connects and disconnects. And that's important. That's important to understand that we connect for reasons and we disconnect so that other connections can be made. And we don't always have a lot of um, control over that. Some connections are severed uh, not by us. Some connections are severed and we didn't even want them to be. But we have to understand that there is, and I hate to use this word, but there is a matrix bigger than us 
there's a scenario and setup and a tapestry that includes more than just our one dimensional perspective. And connection, I believe, is orchestrated throughout the universe and the ages by the creator of all things. And when he sees fit for connection to engage and disengage, it is for purpose always. And so I am learning to trust his idea of connection for my life. Last but not least, affirmations work. I believe that how we speak to ourselves and others intentionally makes a difference. I know that I had some very self-sabotaging language and that was taught to me from years and years of mentally abusive relationships and low self-esteem and things of that nature. But you have to choose to break that pattern. You have to choose to say, no, 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 no. This is not the way we'll move forward. You got to choose that. And so I have. And so with that, last year was definitely a year that affirmations were very beneficial in my life. And I shared them with others and I try to be affirming in any situation that I'm in because people need to understand that yes, life is hard and, and things don't always go our way and we are a collection of our experiences. However, people also need to be reminded of how amazing they are. And that is something that I continue to do um, publicly and privately because I know how important it is. I know what it does to not be affirmed. And there are so many people who never hear positive things. And so I'm thankful to have the spirit to encourage and affirm. And when I am in need of that myself, God always comes through with someone, with something to say, to take me further. And I know that that's important. So I put out in the world what I seek to receive. And so I'm thankful for that. So those were my 21 top extractions <laughs> from the year 2021. And again, as I mentioned before, my focus forward was to not overwhelm myself with a laundry list of things that I could check off or not check off to delight or disappoint myself, but rather commit to one new thing this year and see how that works for you. And this year, my one thing that I'm committing to is execution. And so I will continue to pray for you and I hope that you'll pray for me. And I am looking forward to a fully executed 2022. Whatever God wants that to look like for me, I'm open to it. So remember, boys and girls, that if you listen, not just to me, not just to yourself, not just to your creator, but if you listen all the time to all the messages, boys and girls, it just might change the world because it's definitely changing mine and I'm thankful for that. Just a couple of things as it relates to our new season. <laughs> I am thankful for um, this platform and I'm thankful for all of those who have continued to move forward with us. We'll continue to have our experience on Wednesdays. Um, but again, our theme 
for this year is moving in love and purpose. And so I'm thankful for um, James Lampkin, who really did drop that uh, seed in my spirit and it's growing. Um, it's in alignment with the focal point I received a couple weeks ago in breaking the jar. So that is a fusion of focus. They, they align very, very nicely. And that's how we're moving forward this year, breaking the jar, moving through life with love and purpose. <sighs> Happy New Year, y'all. And as I've posted, and you've probably seen it, happier New Year, because some of us have been happy already, and some of us have not, but we are moving into a space of happier. I'm thankful for you and all that you are. Remember that 2022 is all up to you.